on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. According to the United Nations, there's a growing backlash against women's rights around the world, which are threatening well-established freedoms and protections. Officials say what's needed is a heightened commitment from the global community. I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. UN Women is the global champion for gender equality. While working to develop and uphold standards, it also creates an environment in which every woman and girl can exercise her human rights and live to her full potential. In 2015, United Nations member states adopted the Sustainable Development Agenda, which set a 2030 deadline for the achievement of gender equality and the empowerment of all women and girls. Now, with just seven years to meet that goal, the UN says the world is not on track. The UN Women's 2022 Annual Gender Snapshot Report revealed that it changed continues at its current rate, gender equality will remain unrealized for centuries to come. Here is human rights activist Angelina Jolie. We see impunity for crimes committed against women and girls during conflict, or when women human rights defenders are attacked or killed or imprisoned. None of this is to discount the efforts of the many men, great husbands, fathers, brothers, and sons who have been with us in this fight. It is simply the reality of the unequal power relations, abuse of power, gender bias, violence, and lack of justice that keep so many women in a subordinate and therefore vulnerable position internationally. As long as we continue to put almost every other issue ahead of women's rights and participation, we will remain stuck in a cycle of violence and conflict. We will have learned nothing, and our institutions will count for less than they should. For more, let's bring in Adam Simpson, a special advisor for the policy program and intergovernmental division of UN Women. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, you have worked on numerous international projects. How equal is our world? Yeah, um, unfortunately, um, as you mentioned, there is a growing global backlash against women's rights. It is threatening freedoms and protections around the world. It's not an equal world uh, for uh, for um, women and children in particular. Um, it's, uh, it, it's something obviously at UN Women that is our mandate to address, um, to work on initiatives and coordinate on initiatives for gender equality and women's empowerment around the world. UN Women is made up of advocates and decision makers from all walks of life with the common goal of leading efforts to achieve gender equality. What are some projects you have worked on that you're most proud of? Well, um, actually, there's there's one that we just signed uh, a couple of weeks ago here in um, here in East Africa. Uh, I was in South Sudan with our country office there, and we've just signed a 
$70 million project with the World Bank for women's uh, entrepreneurial facilities around the country. Uh, we're very excited about this. We think that it will open up space um, uh, for uh, women small business owners, uh, as well as um, uh, create some actual physical services in the country, in, including a gender-based violence hotline, as well as um, shelters in numerous uh, states around South Sudan. Uh, this is um, this is something that I'm very proud of. We've been working on this for a long time, uh, and it's been nice to see it come together. So this uh, this initiative is just kicking off now um, with a number of partners, including UNICEF and UNFPA, who are working alongside of us. Now, being down on the ground and, of course, knowing so much about that particular area, how pivotal do you think this new initiative is? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, um, this initiative is pivotal. Actually, it's uh, um, it's it's going to unlock a lot of opportunities here in Eastern Southern Africa. But more importantly, it's an initiative that we plan to replicate around the world in different uh, in different geographies. We're already looking at taking components of a project like this and um, inputting it into other regions, uh, including some work that we're currently doing uh, to look at that in Europe and Central Asia in response to the uh, humanitarian crisis that's playing out in both uh, Turkey and Syria uh, after the, um, the the sort of the devastating uh, 7.1 earthquake that hit uh, a number of months ago. Uh, we're seeing a desperate, dire need for women's infrastructure, uh, shelters and rehabilitation of shelters and facilities where uh, women and children can go and be safe, uh, where they can receive services, uh, where they can um, uh, ensure a, a level of protection uh, for themselves where otherwise they would not have a home to go to in the meantime. Uh, there have, many homes have been ruined. Uh, the, 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 I think the, the assessed value of um, infrastructure damage in 11 provinces across Turkey is around $100 billion. So there's a significant amount of work to be done uh, to ensure that we uphold and, uh, and, and place gender equality at the center of a response like that humanitarian crisis. Um, so we're, we're very excited about this, uh, this latest initiative um, and, and uh, what we think we can take away from it uh, and apply into other contexts globally. Now, in terms of some gender equality, can you talk a little bit about geography and or culturally when a natural disaster happens, as you just mentioned, why it's so important to try to have a lot of resources and help on the ground for women and children? Yeah, well, uh, statistically, women and children are uh, most hardest hit by uh, natural disasters, by crisis situations, by conflict, uh, um, uh, by pandemics, uh, black swan events such as the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, there's a number of reasons for this, um, but um, uh, one of the large ones has to do with unpaid care uh, that, um, that, that, that women in the household tend to uh, perform more so than men and husbands. Uh, and so this unpaid care um, uh, becomes um, sort of a critical part uh, of the response, but it ends up being a growing need because of the um, uh, 
either the casualties on the ground to families or the um, sort of the, the, the economic situation or the inability, for example, for women and children to access schools, their, their likelihood or chances of going back to school after disaster strikes are lower statistically than, than, than boys and, and men uh, by quite a lot. Um, in terms of um, uh, conflict, um, you know, 51% of displaced people are, are women and girls. Um, there is obviously a disproportionate, uh, um, uh, sort of a huge uh, disproportion between men and women in terms of how the conflict in, uh, impacts women and girls because of the movement uh, of women and girls out of conflict zones or because of the lack of economic uh, incentives or opportunities around when those uh, those um, populations are moving, and let's say that they're moving across the border uh, to another country, uh, it's not necessarily guaranteed that what they receive in terms of care and treatment on the other side of that border is going to be gender responsive, is going to meet their needs as uh, as women and girls, or that it's even going to be have been considered uh, as something uh, uh, within the within the context of that that crisis. We saw a lot of this uh, during COVID-19. We, we, we did not see um, uh, that many countries were taking a gender responsive approach uh, to the pandemic. Uh, and this had sort of significant impacts in terms of the, the, the time and duration that it took to uh, address um, some of the root causes of, of COVID-19 in, in certain countries around the world. Uh, and um, even with the task forces that were set up globally, uh, to ensure uh, vaccinations were available around the world. Uh, we took a look at the composition of those groups and we found that most of these, uh, okay. these, uh, these, these bodies were statistically um, full of men as opposed to women in, in being part of the wow. decision-making for those. Uh, yeah. Thank you for your insight. More ticker news right after this.